I'm Andy Gilchrist, and you're listening to the On the Cuff Podcast, brought to you by AskAndyAboutClothes.com and Simply FM. Read more about the podcast and get in touch with us at simply.fm slash on the cuff. Hangover Cures and Myths A hangover is the one or more unpleasant physical effects following heavy consumption of alcohol, such as feelings of extreme thirst, lethargy, nausea, sensitivity to sunlight and noise, and headache. The origin of the word hangover is unclear. The word was first used in 1894 to mean something left over or an after-effect. It was first used in the sense of the after-effect of alcohol sometime around 1904. But some suggest that it describes the position of the sufferer the morning after a night of alcoholic excess, their head hanging over the toilet bowl. When Bertie caught his valet Meadows stealing his silk socks, he sacked him and sent for another valet from the agency. Jeeves, arriving in Jeeves Takes Charge by P.G. Wodehouse, finds Bertie hungover, mixes him a hangover cure of his own invention, and is hired almost immediately. Jeeves' cure was one unbroken yolk of an egg in a tumbler, two spoonfuls of Worcester sauce, two dashes of Tabasco, a pinch of salt, a pinch of pepper, and one teaspoon of malt vinegar. Jeeves explained, It is a little preparation of my own invention. It's the Worcester sauce that gives it its color. The raw egg makes it nutritious. The red pepper gives it its bite. Jeeves' concoction is similar in contents of the Prairie Oyster, a drink devised by the late Harry McElhone, who ran Harry's Bar in Paris in the 20s and 30s, when regulars included Ernest Hemingway, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and Jean-Paul Sartre. Harry's version, in a small tumbler, drop, without breaking, one yolk of egg, two spoonfuls of Worcester sauce, two dashes of Tabasco, a pinch of salt, a pinch of pepper, one teaspoon of malt vinegar, or this updated version, prairie oyster ingredients, a few drops of olive oil, one egg yolk, large dash of Worcester sauce, large dash of Tabasco, one teaspoon vinegar, pinch of salt, freshly ground black pepper. Directions. Rinse a cocktail glass with olive oil and, without breaking it, slide in the egg yolk, sprinkle on the seasoning, and serve. This is best taken in one go, for obvious reasons. Bad news about hangovers from the British. This section contains some tricky chemical terms. More cures below, but first some bad news. Recent British research has found that hangover cures don't work. No compelling evidence exists to suggest that any conventional or complementary intervention is effective for preventing or treating alcohol hangover concludes a team led by Max Pittler, a research fellow in complementary medicine at Peninsula Medical. A second study may provide some help with moderation. It found that people tend to consume a smaller amount of liquor from tall skinny glasses than from short squat ones, even when the two receptacles are designed to hold the same amount of liquid. Both reports appeared in the British Medical Journal. In the first study, Pittler's team gathered data from eight trials that looked at medical treatment for preventing or treating hangovers. The trials tested eight different agents. Propranolol, an antihypertensive drug, tropicitron, a drug for nausea and vertigo, tolfenamic acid, a painkiller, fructose or glucose sugars, and the dietary supplements borage, artichoke, and prickly pear. Most of these trials found no beneficial effects for these agents on hangover, 
although borage, a yeast-based preparation, and tolfenamic acid did show some benefit. The supply of folklore remedies for hangover is virtually limitless, said Dr. David L. Katz, director of the Prevention Research Center at Yale University School of Medicine. The best way to contend with hangover is not to get one by practicing abstinence or moderation. However, many rational approaches to avoiding or reversing hangovers have simply not been formally tested, Katz said. There is some evidence that dehydration is part of the hangover syndrome, so drinking plenty of non-alcoholic beverages, particularly water, before, during, and after a holiday indulgence may help. In addition, spacing out alcohol consumption will allow your body's enzymes a better chance to keep up and likely reduce toxic side effects, Katz said. A simple strategy to accomplish both is to alternate alcoholic beverages with something like seltzer. The second study in the same journal finds the shape of the glass helps determine the size of the drink. A research team led by Brian Wansink, chairman of Marketing and Applied Economics at Cornell University, and his colleagues found that people pour 20% to 30% more alcohol into short, wide glasses than they do into tall, narrow ones of the same volume. However, they believe that tall glasses hold more, Wansink said. Even professional bartenders pour more into short, wide glasses than into highball glasses, they found. If a person wants to limit how much they consume, it's better if you pour into a tall, skinny glass, Wansink said. If, as a host, you want to limit what people drink, you better use tall, skinny glasses. You will be less likely to pour too much, he added. Tall glasses? Well, here's to your health as I raise my tall, narrow glass of seltzer. But if the research is wrong and they do provide relief, here are some classics. The causes of hangovers. First, some basic science. There are several sources for the symptoms of a hangover. Ethanol has a dehydrating effect, a diuretic, which causes headaches, dry mouth, and lethargy. Dehydration causes the brain to slightly shrink away from the skull, and alcohol's impact on the stomach lining can account for nausea. Another factor contributing to a hangover is what results from the breakdown of ethanol via two chemical reactions, aided by enzymes produced by the liver. Ethanol is converted to acetaldehyde by the enzyme alcohol dehydrogenase, and then from acetaldehyde to acetate by the enzyme acetaldehyde dehydrogenase. Acetaldehyde and acetate are both mildly toxic, contributing to the hangover. These two reactions also impair the ability of the liver to supply glucose to tissues, especially the brain. Because glucose is the primary energy source of the brain, this lack of glucose contributes to hangover symptoms such as fatigue, weakness, mood disturbances, and decreased attention and concentration. In addition, it is thought that the presence of congeners, byproducts of the alcoholic fermentation, exaggerates many of the symptoms. Congeners are complex molecules containing methanol and acetone. The main problem is thought to be methanol, since the body metabolizes methanol to create formaldehyde and formic acid, which are linked directly to the hangover symptoms of headache, nausea, and fatigue. This may account for the lesser hangover effects when distilled alcohol, like vodka, is consumed. Finally, there are various nervous effects. The removal of the depressive effects of alcohol in the brain probably account for the light and noise sensitivity. More hangover cures. 
Hangover cures seem to range from the obscure to the outrageous and seem to be a worldwide problem. When in Finland, try the Finns' favorite way of dealing with the after-effects. First, take a sauna to rid the body of its toxins, then roll in the snow to shake off residual tiredness. Pliny, the sage of ancient Rome, suggested two eels suffocated in wine, along with cabbage and a necklace of parsley to cure the hangover. In Puerto Rico, they rub the juice of citrus fruits into their armpits. Indians eat mulligatanwe soup, which brings on the sweats and helps to expurgate the toxins present in strong spirits. The more relaxing Moroccan approach calls for inhaling the smoke of burning fossils to vanquish the demons and restore a state of grace. Others even go as far as extolling the benefits of drinking a glass of one's own urine, first thing the morning after. The Japanese take cattle liver and vitamins B15, B2, and E. Russians just go on drinking. British chef Keith Floyd, who has vast experience with hangovers, has written a book on hangover cures, and one of his recommendations is Keith Floyd's Corpse Reviver. This one apparently owes its origin to London's famous Savoy Hotel. One shot brandy, one shot Fernet Branca, a disgusting Italian concoction of more than 40 different herbs whipped together in a bitter alcohol ferment, one shot white creme de menthe or calvados, then shake the ingredients over ice and strain into a frosted martini glass. And if you think your corpse will be cheered up by this, garnish with a slice of orange. Or just use the Fernet Branca. The original Italian bitters, established in Milano back in 1845 by the brothers Branca, a descendant of whom, Willem Branca, is a talented South African sculptor. The spirit aperitif is based on an infusion of selected blossoms, rare aromatic herbs, and other natural ingredients. It is recommended to be drunk straight on the rocks or with a dash of mineral water or poured into a double espresso. Hair of the dog. The phrase referred originally to the belief that placing the hair of a mad dog on a bite inflicted by that dog would heal the bite. The first recorded use of the phrase in the hangover cure sense dates from 1546 in John Haywood's Proverbs. I pray they let me and my fellow have a hair of the dog that bought us last night. The notion that a little bit of what pains one helps to heal the pain was carried over to overindulgence in alcohol so that the hair of the dog now refers to the practice of drinking an alcoholic beverage to recover from a hangover. Makes sense. The day after overindulging, you're suffering from dehydration, low blood sugar, and maybe even lower self-esteem. What you really need is a drink with a good long sweet mixer. It's bound to perk you up. Angostura bitters and ginger ale. Carbonation and the bitters soothe the stomach. Plus, the bitters contain traces of alcohol, so you're getting a little bit of the hair of the dog. Unterberg, a kind of German hair of the Hund, this infusion of herbs from 43 countries comes pre-blended with a notable dash of alcohol. Bloody Mary, two shots of vodka, optional, one can of chilled tomato juice, one tablespoon Worcester sauce, one tablespoon Tabasco, a squeeze of lemon juice, salt, and freshly ground pepper. Combine all the ingredients, mix well, and serve in a tall, ice-filled glass. Garnish with a celery stick. Some serious advice on how to counter the effects of excessive alcohol intake. 
The effects of drinking can vary due to many factors. If you're dehydrated before you start drinking or have an empty stomach, your health, medications, etc. So one time you can experience a bad hangover and another time not feel bad the next day at all. The only certain way to avoid the issue is, of course, to abstain or drink with moderation as mentioned above. But if you ignore that, here are some tips. Always eat before any serious drinking. Also, try to have some nibbles during the course of the party. Food lines the stomach and slows the absorption of alcohol. Your body recognizes the poison in alcohol and puts it on a fast track for removal. In an empty stomach, alcohol is quickly absorbed through the lining of the stomach and the intestines and into the blood, where it is whisked throughout the body and to the brain. Hace yourself. It puts the damage off for a while and makes the fun last longer. A host of enzymes called alcohol dehydrogenase, specifically engineered to break down alcohol, works to help metabolize the alcohol into components that can be either used or expelled from the body. While alcohol dehydrogenase generally can metabolize about one alcoholic drink an hour, that's one 12-ounce can of beer, an ounce and a half of hard liquor, or five ounces of wine, it comes in limited supplies. Supplies differ from person to person as well. Try to drink lots of water between alcoholic drinks, especially to avoid the dehydration that will come back to haunt you. Clear liquors, like gin or vodka, and white wine may be less likely to lead to hangovers. Red wine and brown hard spirits have more congeners, see above, that can worsen hangovers for some people. Nicotine can often worsen hangovers, as smokers tend to smoke much more than usual while under the influence of alcohol. Drink cola drinks, known as black aspirin in Australia and the red ambulance in Ireland. It might help since the caffeine, bubbles, and sugar can be easier to hold down than pure water, and the low pH helps the enzymes in the stomach and the sucrose partially compensates the inhibition of the glucogenesis but caffeine can worsen the effects of dehydration. Drink lots of water before you go to bed to help flush out your system and drink water when you wake up. Drink a sports drink to rehydrate and replenish lost nutrients in the body. Drink orange juice for the vitamin C. Coffee or other caffeinated beverages will increase the effectiveness of analgesics and therefore may reduce headache severity when used with aspirin or similar medicines. But caffeine is also a diuretic and will promote dehydration, possibly worsening hangover symptoms. Plus, read the warning about aspirin below. Take acetaminophen, Tylenol, or ibuprofen, Advil, before bed. This can reduce hangover effects dramatically. However, long-term, longer than two weeks, use of ibuprofen increases the risk of stomach ulcers when combined with alcohol. Aspirin may increase the risk of a hangover. Aspirin enhances alcohol's effect and increases its absorption in the stomach. Take a vitamin B1 supplement before going to bed. Have some chicken or vegetable soup, which provide salt, proteins, and electrolytes, which help reduce hangover symptoms. And no matter how brave you feel, never, never drive drunk. From Ask Andy, the world's most popular website devoted to men's clothing advice, the authority on men's fashion, what to wear, how to properly wear it, and the history of why we wear what we do.